Have you ever wondered what unicorns eat for breakfast? Or maybe what they use to keep their skin looking so flawless? Well, even if I don't know these answers, I can tell you something equally as interesting and unicorn related. Over 20% of all unicorn startups are using HubSpot, and for good reason. HubSpot's all-in-one platform levels up your sales, software, and support so you can grow beyond your wildest dreams, boosting leads and ramping sales along the way. They even have a constantly evolving collection of resources to help startups scale. Plus, with the HubSpot for Startups program, you can save up to 90% off your first year. I'll admit it does sound a little too good to be true. But unlike that majestic and also incredibly fictitious unicorn, HubSpot for Startups is all real. To see if you're eligible to save on HubSpot and take your growth to new heights, visit HubSpot.com startups. All right. Good morning, everyone. It's Tuesday, January 9th. I'm John Weigel here with Rob Litterst, and this is The Hustle Daily Show. Today, we're talking about the latest in a long line of food-based lawsuits. A Florida woman is suing Hershey for $5 million over the lack of jack-o'-lantern faces on Reese's Halloween candy. But does she have a chance at winning at all? More on that in a bit, but first, let's give you the hits and headlines today across business and tech. First up, Apple's Vision Pro headset is set to launch in stores and online February 2nd, with pre-orders opening January 19th. The headset costs $3,500, and prescription lenses can be added for an additional $149. It runs on Vision OS and holds 256 gigabytes of storage. Very fascinated to see how this is going to sell in the first week or even the first month. Who's going to buy this? It might be you. Who knows? Next up, Tiger Woods and Nike are officially parting ways after a fruitful 27-year partnership. The golf legend, who made an estimated $500 million through the relationship, has no immediate plans to announce a new endorsement deal of any kind. Rob, you're a big golf guy. You're a big Nike guy. What do you got on this? This is literally like a sport-defining partnership. I think there are two big athlete endorsement deals that I think loom above literally any other. And it's Michael Jordan and Nike and Tiger Woods and Nike. Mm -hmm. So you really cannot say enough about what Tiger Woods has done for the sport of golf. There's this kind of number and idea called the Tiger Tax. And it's all about how much Tiger has earned for his competitors. It's all about like how much he's just grown the pie of golf. And it's absolutely insane. In 2014, that number was $1.2 billion. So like Tiger had already generated over a billion dollars for his competitors just by making golf so much more popular. And so I think Tiger was a singular talent. It's impossible to deny that. He is, I think, still like looking back at it, the most talented golfer of all time. Could he have had that kind of impact without Nike? Maybe. I think he would have been as successful as a player, but would golf have had such a cultural renaissance? Probably not. Yeah, it's pretty fascinating when you consider, especially what you brought up about him bringing more money into the golf industry and other sponsors for his competitors. I really can't think of anybody else but Tiger Woods in the past 30 years who's brought eyes to a sport like he has to golf and made golf such a mainstream sport. This is a really, really cool story today to mark 27 years of a great partnership. And it's almost sad to see how it ends. And uh, is there going to be somebody that pushes the envelope like he did in his heyday? That remains to be seen. It's going to be tough to match Tiger in his popularity. He brought diversity into the sport of golf. And, you know, I think he just made it so that more people were interested in golf all the way around. Golf has definitely grown. They're getting more viewership and 
that trend has continued. But when Tiger's actually in the playing field, it's on a completely different level. Yes. Mm-hmm. Lots of car news today. First up, Waymo will test its autonomous taxis on Phoenix highways this month. This follows the recent addition of curbside drop-off and pickup at Phoenix's airport. Waymo, of course, operating in Arizona, San Francisco, and Los Angeles right now. We'll see how this works, how it works on highways, and if it'll expand to any other states in the near future. Volkswagen will add ChatGPT-powered chatbot to all vehicles with its IDA voice assistant, offering hands-free conversation and information. So ChatGPT is going to get that Volkswagen upgrade, it looks like. And finally... Oscar Mayer is hiring dozens of, quote, hot doggers to drive its 27-foot-long wiener mobiles. Anyone can apply for this year-long full-time position, driving an average of 20,000 miles through 20 states to hand out 250,000 wiener whistles while creating content for the brand's social channels. I can't believe I got through all that, Rob. Absolutely incredible. (laughs) First of all, this is an incredible job. I don't even care what the base salary is. Like, it's just an amazing job. Like, you're driving around the Wienermobiles. What a job. What is the base salary? Did you have the chance to unpack some of the benefits here? Yes. So I I did a little research on this. Uh, It looks like Oscar Mayer is giving a $35,600 base salary and a weekly allowance of $150 for meals and personal travel. And that's coupled with 18 days of PTO, a full health benefits package, and 100% of hotel expenses covered. Not bad, I guess. The base salary seems a little low, but- 150 a week for meals, that's like yeah. $20 a day. Where do they want you to eat? <laughs> They're expecting you to just eat a bunch of hot dogs, I think. Yeah, they want you to go to the supermarket, get the Oscar Mayer hot dogs, boil them, and just sustain yourself that way, probably, yeah. Exactly. Otherwise, it seems like a very fun job for the right person. I read through the job description a bit, and they're just looking for very outgoing people with a lot of time to kill on the road, apparently. So if you want to find yourself driving a Wienermobile this year, the applications are actually fully open right now. Amazing. Where this is going to post up, I do not know. I hope to see it in New York City somewhere at some point. Oh, for sure. I mean, I just, I need a Wiener whistle. You know, I got to get the Wiener whistle. Got to get one. All right. And today's big story focuses on the lack of jack-o'-lantern faces on Reese's Halloween candy. A Florida woman is looking to get $5 million for this alleged false advertising. But Rob, what are the details of this face case? Yeah. So this Florida woman, her name is Cynthia Kelly. She's suing the Hershey company over Reese's peanut butter pumpkins. Her attorney Anthony Russo, which, mind you, is also involved in a lawsuit claiming Burger King advertises that its burgers are larger than they are. He claims that this is a number meant to prove a point. So the thing with this lawsuit, the packaging makes it look like each individually wrapped candy has a jack-o'-lantern face etched on it, allowing the peanut butter filling to peek through. In reality, the pumpkins, ghosts, bats, and other Halloween treats are vaguely shaped blogs with no face to be seen. So this is literally a $5 million lawsuit over whether or not a Reese's has a face. (laughs) This is like certifiably insane. And this guy, Anthony Russo, again, he's saying that they're asking for this big of a number to prove a point. And his reasoning is today it's a $2 item. Tomorrow it's your vehicle. The next day it's your home. I guess. Sure. I guess if you carry it out, it kind of makes sense, but it's like, it's not those things today. Today, it's Reese's Halloween treats and you're being absolutely ridiculous. That's kind of where I stand on it, John. Where are you on this? 
you know, I'm kind of in a very similar space as you. I think that there is a small injustice here of, you know, that false advertising of, you know, you want your pumpkin face, you want your jack-o'-lantern face on the pumpkin that you're eating. Sure, I can understand a, a very small smidge of disappointment. But to start a lawsuit for $5 million over it is kind of extreme. The thing that you could look for the most out of this, the damage is done to you, I would think would be, hey, just, you know, give me another bag of Reese's cups or something as a consolation for, you know, not having a pumpkin face on my pumpkin Reese's. Otherwise, it's ridiculous. Anthony Russo, the lawyer, uh, makes it sound like it's some big statement. And sure, it's a little disappointing, but nothing beyond that, really. Not worth $5 million probably just worth $10 at the most, honestly. Yeah. And I mean, there are legitimate lawsuits that are out there that are highlighting deceptive advertising and food. Like Subway has been sued multiple times for chicken that isn't chicken and tuna that isn't tuna and bread that isn't bread, which (laughs) if that is the case, then yes, they should be taken to court. If they are saying that an ingredient is something and it is not that thing, then yes, I completely agree with them being sued for that and having to face the consequences. Totally. That's about like food safety, right? It's a health concern. Exactly. Right. This is just like, they're just chasing some silly kind of marketing slip and and trying to get paid for it, which is nuts. Mm -hmm. But I guess here's the main point of all this. Is this false advertising situation as big as a deal as this lawyer is claiming or this client is claiming? So the thing is, what he's saying is that false advertising has the potential to move up into these kind of more important markets in our day-to-day lives. And he's not wrong. That is happening. So in 2018, the FTC took aim at a network of subscription rental sites that were rife with inaccurate or unavailable listings. And last year, they fined Roomster over phony listings and reviews. So kind of the real estate and housing market obviously has gotten caught up in this. Mm -hmm. On the automobile side, last month, a group filed a complaint with the FTC against Toyota for allegedly marketing hybrid vehicles with internal combustion engines as EVs. And on another side, they're looking at Tesla. In California, their DMV wants Tesla to stop using full self-driving to describe its automated driving feature, which does require some driver interaction. I totally understand all of these suits and think that they are warranted and make sense. I just think these lawsuits that are frivolous and about whether or not the packaging of a piece of candy looks exactly like the candy or it's just insane. It's absurd. It's not hurting anybody. It's like at the end of the day, like, What are we talking about here? It's definitely not worth $5 million. And we know a lot of food companies like to stretch the truth a lot. Exactly. If you ever watch a McDonald's ad, a Burger King ad, obviously the burgers look better in the ad than they look in person. Obviously they look better in the pictures than they look in person, but you got to chalk it up to a little false advertising, but that's just the human experience. Yeah, I think (laughs) You're just going through the motions. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure you could sue every single fast food company for the exact same thing, right? You probably could. All of them, they're advertising their burgers look incredible. And then you get the thing and it's like this little flat patty. Yeah. In this case, it just seems like quite a lot. Exactly. And that is going to do it for us today, everybody. Thank you for tuning into the Hustle Daily Show. We are a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Robert Hartwig, and our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. If you're not subscribed, go and get yourself signed up at thehustle.co slash email. And we'll see you tomorrow, everybody.
Hey, everybody. Let me tell you about this great podcast that's available right now. Creator Science, hosted by Jay Klaus, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, which is the audio destination for business professionals. Creator Science goes behind the scenes with today's top creators. Through narrative interviews, Jay Klaus explores how creators like Tim Urban, James Clear, Tori Dunlap, and Cody Sanchez are building their audiences today. And by learning how these creators make a living with their art and creativity, Creator Science can help you gain tools and confidence to do exactly the same. I was actually listening to an episode recently where Jay had on Dr. K, who is a Harvard psychiatrist. And Dr. K helps a lot of creators with performance, burnout, and dealing with a lot of negative feedback online. It's a great hour of conversation with Dr. K, where Dr. K really breaks down what it means to be a creator today and the burnout that a lot of creators do experience and what to do when you get that burnout, because you will. And you can listen to Creator Science wherever you get your podcasts, and I definitely suggest it. Listen to Creator Science wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> 